This is a life and times of video games soundbite. We'll have a new episode of the life and times of video games out in the next day or two for you, but in the meantime, I wanted to quickly post a little special bonus soundbite to say a very happy birthday to one of my favorite games, which turned 35 today. Or at least it's today as I record this. On June 6th, 1984, Tetris made its way into the world. It didn't make much of a splash around the globe on this first day. But it was a quick hit among Russian Electronica 60 computer users. And before long, it would find its way out of Russia and into nearly every computer system and game console in the world. A few months ago, I spoke to the man most responsible for the game's global introduction, Hank Rogers, as part of a Polygon feature on the Game Boy's introduction in the West some 30 years ago. And what you're about to hear is leftover material from that interview, where Hank explains, first, how Tetris evolved from Alexei Pajitnov's original design, where you'd get points based on how high a piece was when you dropped it, uh, into the scoring system that we know today, where you have extra points for two lines, three lines, or a four-line Tetris. And then second, how Game Boy Tetris decided what pieces to give you. So happy birthday, Tetris, and here's to another 35 years of sorting endlessly falling blocks. So if you drop it from the top of the screen, you got like 20 points. If it went down one and then you dropped it, you got 19 and so forth. So you drop it halfway down the screen, it's 10 points. So that's how you gain points, is the quicker you can drop the piece. And wow, that's an interesting thing. But in, 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 the, in the beginning of the game, it's pretty boring. When you have an empty play field, an empty matrix, and you're trying to, you're trying to play, it's very slow. So that so I came up with single, double, triple Tetris to give players something to do during the slow beginning rounds. So the, the original play field is 10 wide and 20 high. If you make the pipe on the side so that you can make the Tetris, now you're nine wide and 20 high. That nine wide means that you have a dilemma, more of a dilemma than you do. If you think about it, there are seven pieces. If the play field was 13 wide, then you could just stack each piece on itself. And there would never be a dilemma about where to put a piece. It's six pieces that are two wide and the eye piece, which is one wide. So it's 13. If you had 13 columns, it's not a game. The less columns you make it, the more stressful it becomes because you have to figure out where to put the pieces. And so when you go from 10 to nine as a choice, as a player, you're actually going to a more difficult game than if it's 10 wide, leaving the pipe on the side is, it just makes the game a little bit more difficult for, for the player and therefore more interesting. I remember I was in, a, I flew to Hawaii for some reason and I was talking to the uh, agent at a hotel. I was renting a car and somehow we started talking about Tetris and he said, yeah, it watches me and it, uh, it it's, it's like, it doesn't give me the eye when I need the eye. I said, no, it's com- it's completely random. No, it's not. It's it's watching me. It knows when I need an eye. And I, <laughs> I said, actually, I worked on the random number generator, so I know that it's totally random. And in fact, it was Friday when the when the Nintendo came to me with the master, and and we first got to play it. 
and I called Nintendo. I said, there's something wrong with the random number generator. And I had my guys test and count the pieces, each piece. And sure enough, one of the, I don't know, S or Z, whatever, was coming out twice as much as the other pieces. It's not random. You know, they never had a game where a random number was necessary. You know, like if you have Mario, if there's a random number that's not actually working, then that's just the way the game's balanced. It doesn't matter. But in Tetris, it matters. And so I said, I lied to, to Nintendo. I said, the Russians will never approve this. As if we were getting approvals from the Russians, which we weren't. And uh, uh, they sent somebody over on Saturday to my office in Yokohama. And we worked on the random number generator. I actually gave them ideas to reprogram the random number generator. And the way what we did is uh, we spread out the anomaly to all the pieces. So the first time a random number would be plus zero. The second time a random number came out, we plus one and then plus two and plus three. And so it would cycle through all the pieces. So that peak didn't just stick with one piece. It was spread out over all of the pieces. And that's what we went with. And they uh, mastered up on Monday. Yeah, so I know definitely that the pieces are random.